mindfulness mode. Make an effort to not stress over that which you cannot change. Did you know that by keeping your promises, that can help you to thrive? Thrive, what does that word mean to you? I think it's a great word. We don't use it a lot. I, I Googled it. It says, if someone or something thrives, they do well and are successful, healthy, or strong. And I agree with that. I've been, you know, I've had a lot of times in my life where I felt like I've been thriving. I just really enjoyed what I was working on, and I enjoyed being with the people I was with, and day after day after day I felt like I was truly enjoying life and then on the flip side there have been times where I felt like things were not clicking that I was discouraged or I was not moving forward or I couldn't seem to make things happen that I wanted to have happen in my life well I think we all want to thrive and I also very much believe that keeping your promises can help you to thrive and you might be thinking well what does keeping promises have to do with that well I think it has to do with honesty is honesty important to you is honesty something that you you think about from time to time when I was a teenager I started to think a lot about honesty and I realize it's complex. As a younger person, I thought honesty was black and white. I thought it was just very basic. I thought you were either an honest person or you weren't. I thought you were either telling the truth or you were lying. Then I started rethinking the whole honesty thing. And I began to see that that it's not just clear cut. It's not cut and dry the way I had previously thought. For one thing, if you don't have a concept of right and wrong... Is honesty even something you can understand? And I would say no to that question. It's a human concept. I mean, I look at my dog, when I had a dog, and I, I would look at Sadie and I would think, you know, she lives so much in the moment. She doesn't judge. She doesn't lie. She doesn't tell the truth. She doesn't worry about things. I mean, there's no such thing as honesty or being dishonest when it comes to a pet or an animal because honesty isn't a concept that an animal could even understand. Well, humans have different concepts of honesty too. I mean, what about children? A young child is operating in a completely different sphere compared to that of an adult. Their brain isn't developed and concepts like honesty, being dependable, emotional maturity... Well, those are all going to be developed later as the child gets older. And I, I've mentioned lots of times that I go into schools a lot. And I've, at one point, uh, for a long time in my life, I was a full-time music teacher. Absolutely loved being a music teacher. But every once in a while, I would notice a kindergarten teacher say to her kindergarten child, you you lied. That's a lie. And I just cringe. I just cringe because personally, I don't believe that a, a four or five-year-old child has a well-developed concept of what lying even truly means. I mean, yes, it's up to us as, as adults to help them along the way, to teach them, 
to help them learn, but making an angry accusation against a child that they are lying and punishing them because they are lying, well, that doesn't sit well with me because I think that maybe their brain isn't at a place where they can truly understand what this means. Well, um, for true honesty, we need to look inward. Are we being honest with ourselves? And, you know, outward honesty is one thing if you're being honest with other people. But are you being honest with yourself? You know, because that is, that is the question. Am I just kidding myself when I say that I'm going to read that book today and then, then the day ends and I haven't read anything? You know, I've, I've made a promise. I've promised myself in my mind I'm going to do a certain thing and then I just don't do it. And then the next day, I might promise about other things and just not do it. And I think that's what happens when we get into uh, difficulty with being overweight, for instance, because I've been overweight and I've promised myself, oh, tomorrow, you know, I'll just eat that today. I won't eat that for the rest of the week or I won't eat that tomorrow. I won't, I won't eat those kinds of things. I'll be good tomorrow, you know, when it comes to the food I eat. And those kinds of promises not only don't get you anywhere, but I think they cause terrible damage, you know, if you're trying to achieve something. I mean, the thing is, you have to make promises and keep them and stick with them. And then you feel, you feel good about yourself. You feel as though, you know, you're, it, it's like a, a sense of, of worthiness. Keeping promises to yourself is a great way to build your own credibility. And that promise could be as simple as, I'm going to pay a bill today, a certain bill. Or I will go for a walk around the block today. I'll take my dog for a walk. You know, a very basic promise to yourself. Well, keep it. Keep that promise. Because, like I said, that will build your own credibility. Once you keep your promises, you're saying to yourself, I respect you. I believe in you enough to keep my promises. Keeping promises to yourself can help your mental health too. It can help keep you mentally fit and strong. Have you experienced your emotion when you didn't keep a promise to yourself? Did you notice what you were truly feeling inside? If you're like me, it felt like energy was leaving my body. It felt like a sinking feeling, a little like being sucked into quicksand. And that's because if you don't keep one promise to yourself, your subconscious mind will wonder if you can be trusted at all. It starts to question everything you think, everything you decide you want to do. There's now a big question mark there. Now, there's another side to this, too, that as humans, you know, obviously, we're, we make mistakes, we're not perfect, we do, we do things all the time that, that aren't right or that aren't perfect. So you have to have a level of forgiveness to, to this. But I think the first step is understanding how important it is to keep promises to yourself. And if you're a perfectionist, you know, maybe you have a problem the other way, that you are, are constantly keeping promises, 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 
driving yourself crazy maybe maybe you're driven maybe you're you're doing so much and your life is so packed and you're exhausted and you're just driven to do all of these things that you're trying to achieve and you can't possibly stand living with yourself if you break one of those promises. I mean, that's the flip side. And then you have to look at your life and look at yourself and allow yourself to be forgiven. In other words, you have to forgive yourself. But I think for a lot of us, we maybe haven't looked at honesty in this way and haven't thought, well, am I really truly keeping my promises to myself? you know which scenario fits for you. Back almost a month ago on June 20th, I published an episode called Attachment Theory and Mindfulness. I don't know if you listened to my Attachment Theory episode or not, but in that episode I talked about keeping promises. Not a lot, but I mentioned about keeping promises to yourself, and I said that it's important to keep your promises. And if you heard that episode, you'll remember that I explained that Uh, This is why a lot of people can't lose weight or quit smoking or give up alcohol, you know, whatever is holding you back. And maybe some of these kinds of things are holding you back. If broken promises are a pattern in your life, then every day, every week, every month, you're cementing that pattern and making it reality. And as you get older, you're building on it. And the same problems, the same broken promises, and the same discouraging letdowns keep happening over and over and over again. Now, I touched on that in that episode, and I'm, I'm revisiting this and expanding on it today because I think promises are so very important that we understand what they really mean to us, that you think about them and... and consider really doing something about it. When we start struggling with broken promises like this, the battle is between the conscious and the subconscious mind. And this is a common struggle for a lot of us. And sometimes we don't realize that's what's holding us back, is this struggle. And again, back in that other episode, I talked about the challenge I called Mind Mode 73. It's 73 days of keeping a promise to yourself. So if you did decide to do that a month ago, how are you doing? What's your progress like? Did you jump on board and make a challenge to yourself that you're working on for 73 days? And it could be like the most basic, simple thing. Like uh, in a book I recently read, the person made a promise to drink a full glass of water every morning as soon as she got up. And that was her promise. And it sounds simple enough. It's definitely a worthwhile promise because a lot of us are underhydrated. Many of us are. We really need to be uh, hydrating ourselves with more water. Sometimes we, we think, well, I'll have a coffee or I'll have a soft drink or something like that. And that's not a good way to hydrate yourself. But that's a whole different topic. I've received emails from some of you, Mindful Tribe, telling me that you did grab this challenge and that you're headed toward day 73. And I mentioned that you can easily find your goal by just typing into Google, what is the date 73 days from today? And it'll tell you what your goal date is. And 
73, that is just a powerful number for me. It's a winning number. It's a lucky number. It's a powerful number. And of course, you know where I got mind mode, mind mode 73, mindfulness mode. Well, it just rings for me that this challenge is mind mode 73. And you can make it as simple as drinking a glass of water every morning when you first wake up, or you could put a series of things together that you want to promise yourself. Now, the thing about it is this, then if you forget to do one of those things or you break your promise one day, then you have to start over again. You have to start back at day one to get to your 73-day goal. Well, some of my promises, one of them is is drinking water when I first get up in the morning, but I actually drink at least a gallon of water a day. So that's my promise. And when I first started, it was like, how am I going to drink all this water? But my, I got used to it. And I started to realize something really that I found really interesting. And that is that a lot of times when my brain was telling me, hey, Bruce, uh, it'd be nice to eat something now. You're hungry. Time to eat something. Well, my brain a lot of times was saying, Bruce, you're thirsty, drink something. And I found that out because I then I would start. If my brain was saying, you're hungry, eat something, I would drink a glass of water. And then I re- realized that I wasn't actually hungry and I would eat later. And so that helped me to lose a lot of the weight that I lost as well. Because as I've mentioned to you, I've, I've lost 35 pounds and kept it off and so much of it was because uh, there was that psychological message telling me to eat. And boy, that that message is really strong. I notice it now so much. Before, I just, I just ate. I didn't really think about the message. Uh, and a lot of times, I would want to eat carbs. That I now realize, too, that that whole carb thing became a big deal. And uh, then I got a carb coach. And my carb coach helped me so much. And uh, my carb coach would say, do you really want to eat that bread right now? Do you really want to? Do you really want to eat that pasta? Or are you re- you're really... And, and sometimes he'd just kind of look at me like, do you really want to eat those potato chips or whatever it was? Now, my carb coach, I don't know if you've guessed this, is my son and uh, he's only living with us now because of the fact that COVID is on and we're in a lockdown Uh, and actually the lockdown is ending now but wow has it ever been a long lockdown but he can't go back to university even now so he's living with us and he's a great carb coach he's just very uh, matter of fact and uh, I can ask him questions, you know, hey, how many carbs do you think are in these almonds? Do you think, would that be a, a source of carbs? And then he'll tell me. He'll search it. He'll, if he doesn't know it already, and he'll talk to me about it and tell me. So anyway, I drink a gallon of water a day. That's where I was with that. And I also walk or run four miles a day outside regardless of the weather. Notice that when you make these promises, you have to be specific. Or later, you'll find that your mind is kind of tricking you. And then you'll think, oh, well, I'll, I'll do this or I'll do that. Uh, maybe I won't walk that far today. Or maybe, you know. But if you're specific, 
with me, I know that if I walk or run up the road and I, I get to a certain destination and then I come all the way back, then I know that's going to be four miles. I can go farther if I want to. Um, I decided to make it walk or run because I knew that there could be certain days when I, I might not feel like running, that maybe my, my body would need a break from the running. Um, but there were only four or five days that I ended up not running every, or yeah, not, not uh, running every day I ran except for four or five days. So I'm really excited about that because it, it, it's like a focus. It's like something I enjoy. And it's crazy because I never wanted to run anywhere. I never thought I would be a runner. I never was interested in running. I, to be honest about it, I would actually sometimes look at people who were running and I think, well, that's never going to be me or something along those lines. But I just started walking about two, maybe it was three years ago, every day. And then it just got, so I thought, oh, I think I'd like to run. And now I do it. So anyway, that's one of my things, not to go on and on about me, but I, I've got a bunch of different things that I do that are part of my Mind Mode 73. Intermittent fasting is one of them. And I love that. That's helped me as well because it just makes it a lot easier for me to regulate the amount of food I put into my body. And it's true. A lot of times in the past when I would eat, I wasn't truly hungry. My body didn't truly need food. I realize that now. Another thing I do is I read at least 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day. And uh I mean, I've always been a reader. When I was a teenager, I really read a lot. And sometimes I would read like all night or for hours into the morning. I would read under the covers with a flashlight a lot of the time. And uh, I'd just read, read, read. And that was usually fiction. It was almost always fiction. And now I almost always read nonfiction. And there are so many great nonfiction books out there. But you know what I find is that if I just start just going about my normal life and doing normal things and everything else, I forget to read. And then, then it's a week, then it's a couple of weeks, and it'll be a month, and I'll be like, geez, I haven't read anything in a month. That's crazy. I love to read. And so then I decided to put that into my, my Mind Mode 73, and then I would read every day. I would make a point of reading every day, for just just 10 pages. Now, a lot of times I'll read more than 10 pages, but I just made it a point because then it became a habit and it's a habit I enjoy. So I've added something to my life that I truly enjoy doing and and uh, that's that's how that works. So I didn't tell you this in that other in that other episode I did and I didn't tell you this at the beginning of this episode, but July 15th was my goal date. Yay! Uh, so just two days ago, so I've reached my goal date and I've reached my goal on this current challenge that I've been working on. And there are a bunch of other things too, that I, I included just because I wanted to, just because I enjoyed doing that. I enjoy, um, I enjoy habit where I've created habits that, that feed me, you know, that work for me, that make me happy. So right now I'm getting ready to start again and I'm adjusting some of the specifics and uh, it, it's, it's great because now I can think, okay, do I want to include reading? Do I want to, uh, you know, 
include some of the same things or change it up? Do I want to do something different? Maybe I want to take a couple of weeks break and and just kind of do a few different things and experiment. But, you know, it's it's really great. It feels really good because, back to that word promises, it's about making promises and keeping them. Making promises and keeping them. And uh, so, can you tell that keeping these promises to myself has been really rewarding? It's like it gives life purpose and it makes me feel empowered. And so, it can be that, that way for you too, you know? And doing this, doing this episode where it's just me sharing my thoughts with you is something that's empowering for me as well. And it's difficult, I will say that. Some, sometimes it's quite difficult, you know, thinking, okay, what, what topic will I talk about today? And what do I have to say on that topic? It's like a self-doubt thing. Sometimes I think, like, what do I, what do I know about this topic? And sometimes I'll search things or look in a book or something. And then, then I realize it's better for me to just think my own thoughts, jot down my own thoughts, and share with you my own thoughts, because um, it it's, turns out that people are really interested in what my thoughts are, and uh, I know that because you've let me know. You've, you've uh, sent me emails and, and uh, so on. I mean, there's a lot of things I want to achieve in life, and a lot of different, different things that I enjoy, that I don't do a lot in my life, but keeping a daily promise is something that you can really do as a gift for yourself. It really feels good. And understanding promises and thinking about them and, and being aware how important it is to your own personal well-being, that's, that's a great thing. It's a gift that you're giving to yourself. Now, if you're if you're making promises to yourself about, um, say, running, for instance, like I do the four miles of running every day or whatever it is, or maybe it's about food, make sure you consult your doctor. If you're thinking about doing any kind of, of you know, exercise that you're not used to or fasting of any kind or, you know, any kind of exercise that you're adding to your schedule that you're not used to. My doctor is amazing. And he's 100% behind me with, you know, what I do with my activity and everything. But I check with him and I get blood tests and so on. So I, I urge you to do the same. Don't just start on some of these, these routines and activities without checking. So it is kind of a mind game, keeping these promises and doing this. And that's, that's why I think Mind Mode 73 is a great name. So a lot of these ideas have come from guests that I've had on the show. So it's not like I've like completely invented this idea at all. I mean, there are other ideas out there online that are very similar to this. I haven't created it. I've just come up with my version of it, Mind Mode 73. And uh, so I, I really love heading toward that 73-day goal. And maybe you will too. So would you like to set up some basic promises to keep your life 
kind of focused to keep yourself grounded. Remember, if you I did mention this, but I will remind you again, if you forget to do one thing on any given day, you have to start over again. And, and when I was first doing this, and all of a sudden I would realize, oh my gosh, I didn't do such and such yesterday. I can't believe that I didn't do my reading. And actually the reading is, is one of the things that caught me up because I would do all my other things and then sometimes I would forget to do the reading. And, but I don't seem to, I haven't forgotten to do it for a long time now, but I, I did get caught up with some of those things, so I'm more on track with it now. But uh, anyway, it's been, gr- I feel like I'm just having a conversation with you. I was going to say, it's been great talking to you today, you know, like I just feel like you're sitting right here in my, in my online office, I call it, and that we're just talking about this. But uh if you've had a really hard time with lockdowns, I don't know if you're anything like like us here. We it just seems like we've been locked down for so long, and and I'm not going to complain because what good is that? And and it's not terrible. My life is not terrible. I I have a lot to be grateful for, but it does seem like a, a very long time to be on lockdown and not, not be able to go into a restaurant or a coffee shop or or anything like that. But starting. I think it was, well, maybe yesterday that they've said, okay, now you know people can go into a restaurant or a coffee shop. I don't know whether they can have full capacity. I don't think they can, but um, anyway, we're moving on. And, and I think it's important to change the things that you have control over if you want to, but make an effort to not stress over that which you cannot change because there's a lot in life we can't change like the weather you know a lot of people i find get very very upset about the weather and i know this isn't anything to do with uh, with promises but um well maybe it is like promise yourself you're not going to get stressed out by things that you can't change like the weather because uh, a lot of my clients approach me and they've got so much anxiety about certain things. And there are certain things when we go through them bit by bit, you know, item by item, some of the things are things that can be changed and some of the things aren't. So it's really good to have a look at it and and realize. So if you come up with a list of things that you're going to do for Mind Mode 73, then make a chart or an infographic, or, or even jot it down on a list and post it somewhere where you can see it every day. I would post it here in my online office, or you could post it in your on your bathroom mirror or wherever you want, and that can help to remind you to keep your promises daily. And if you do decide to do, to do this, I'd love to hear from you. What are your promises? What, what day are you on? How's it going? Is it helping you feel empowered? And I will send you a, uh, I'll send you some, you know, mindfulness mode bling or, you know, a mug or a t-shirt or something like that. And I just think it's so empowering and, and I hope that it helps you feel empowered. I think that word empowered is motivation in itself. <laughs> Isn't that, it may sound crazy, but I just like to, to say, wow, I feel empowered I feel empowered. It's a great word. And I'll tell you that I feel empowered every time 
I work with a client and see how hypnosis is making a positive difference in their life. And a couple of years ago, I never thought I would be a person who was, a, you know, worked with hypnosis and helped my clients through hypnosis. And then I became trained and certified as a hypnotist. And now I help my clients with hypnosis and now I understand so much more clearly the difference between the subconscious and what's going on in your subconscious mind and your conscious mind and my clients I've worked with have found hypnosis has made a huge difference in their lives I was catching up with with one of my clients a few days ago his name's Troy and back last year he was, he was frustrated because as a leader, he's a project leader at work, he was feeling, he's kind of feeling a little bit, um, I don't know if I'd use the word discouraged, but he felt like he didn't have the confidence he needed to have to be the best leader he could be. And through hypnosis, he has changed and he's become a different kind of a leader. And he's, he's such a great guy. He's well-liked. He's a people person. But now he steps forward and he feels confident and he says what needs to be said. And he moves on to the next challenge. And he said to me a number of times, he said, Bruce, you should talk about me on your podcast. You should tell them how you worked with me on a Saturday and you hypnotized me. And on Monday, I went to work and I walked into the boss's office and... I couldn't believe what I was saying. I just, I just, I was very polite and straightforward, but I just said, hey, da 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 da. And then he, he was just upfront and told the boss what he needed to tell me. And he said, in the past, I never would have had the confidence to walk in and just be matter of fact and tell, tell the boss how I was feeling and what I was thinking. And, and he says, day after day, week after week, it's, the way I, I do things now, it's changed my mindset. It's changed how I am as a boss at work. And, and, and he, Troy has just encouraged me. He said, you should do a whole episode about how much of a difference this has made for me. And I'm like, yes, I should. Uh, but this isn't a whole episode about that. But it's, it's just great. It's empowering to work with people like Troy where they've got an issue. I mean, his life was awesome. It's not like his life was a shambles or anything. His life was awesome. But he just had this little thing that was like kind of gnawing at him that he kind of like knew deep down that he wasn't being confident at the right time at work in the right way. And now he's, he's different. Now he has this confidence that he was missing. And so... You know, it's it's just really rewarding and, like I said, empowering to help people like that. And uh, so if you're experiencing anxiety of any kind or maybe they're relationship issues or maybe you're having problems with your inner bully, your inner bully, you know, gnawing away at you, telling you things, saying terrible things, talking in a nasty way. Well, think what it would be like to experience a transformation like Troy did. The anxiety turned into confidence. And, you know, his relationships have become more secure and more meaningful. And, and he's no longer pulled down by this gnawing inner bully telling him 
like thoughts. It's to do with worthiness. No, you can't say that to your boss. You can't, you know, like it was about worthiness. And that's what he's mentioned to me. It's like about my level of feeling worthy. So what about you? Are you experiencing some sort of challenge with something like this in your life? If so, let's set up a time to talk about how how hypnosis can help you. You know, we'll do a free Zoom call. Send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com and put promises in the subject line. That way I'll know that you heard me on this episode. Do it now. Make it a pri- priority. Like really, really say to yourself, yeah, this is a promise I'm making. I'm doing this for me. And keep that promise. Send that email so that we can get started and you can become empowered just like Troy is. So have a great week. It's been awesome talking to you. Like I said, I feel like you're right here. Thank you so much for being a Mindfulness Mode listener. Thank you for being part of Mindful Tribe. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye now. Hey, Mindful Tribe. Thanks so much for listening again. You heard, heard the episode about promises thrive by keeping your promises and maybe you're already thriving in so many ways maybe maybe things are going well for you financially maybe things are going well for you in relationships but maybe there's this one thing that isn't maybe maybe it's a substance thing you know maybe it's an addiction thing who knows maybe it's smoking maybe it's uh you know maybe it's anxiety about something Well, you know what? Hypnosis can help you. It really can because it deals directly with the conscious compared to the subconscious mind. And there are some messages in your subconscious mind that are causing this to happen. And we can go in there and we can adjust those messages. We can change the messages so that you can now move forward and feel better just like I mentioned about Troy in the episode so it's about promises it's it's something that has to do with your conscious slash subconscious mind and I would love to talk to you about it and help you just like I I have been helping so many other mindful tribe listeners you know it's it's just great to have you know get on a call and someone says hey I've been listening to you Bruce for about a year now and and I just really love some of the things that you've shared and and now here we are talking just the two of us so that can be you let's let's jump on a zoom call send me an email bruce at mindfulnessmode.com put promises in the subject line and let's talk about how I can help you and how you can move forward with just a few sessions so take what we've learned today and reach new heights of calm focus and happiness stay in the mode